Welcome to the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. I'm Kim McLaughlin, your host, and today we have a special topic. We are talking about the myths of intuitive eating. And actually, I found so many of them that we had to do a part one and a part two. There really are so many myths and misconceptions about intuitive eating that we're going to look this episode at four of eight myths that I found. We're going to learn what those myths are and how those myths can keep you stuck with overeating. And then we're going to talk about ways that you can become more in alignment with intuitive eating. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. I'm Kim McLaughlin, your host. I am a psychotherapist. I am a best-selling author. I am a coach and I help people when they feel frustrated and overwhelmed and it shows up in overeating. And we talk about on our podcast, things having to do with intuitive eating, anti-diet, diet mindset, uh, self-love, emotional eating, all the mental things that go on in your head about food. So we really talk about a lot of areas that are about the food, but it's really not about the food. One of the things that can be difficult to understand is what is intuitive eating. And so today we're really going to go deeper into intuitive eating. And I'm going to talk about eight myths, eight myths of intuitive eating. And this will help, I think, break down intuitive eating for you so that you'll understand more what it is and then what it isn't. So I want to do this so that you can get a better understanding of what intuitive eating is. We're going to break this podcast up into two. So there's going to be a part one and a part two where we talk about all of the myths because there are plenty of them and there are probably even more that you could come up with and I would love to hear them. You can uh, shoot me an email in the show notes. You'll have a link to my email. You can write a review in the podcast and ask your question there. I, I read the reviews. I love seeing what people think. I would love to hear which of these myths um land with you and and what that might mean for you. So if if you're thinking about having intuitive eating as part of that way that you live your life, there might be some misconceptions, misunderstandings, some things that you just don't understand, or maybe through the lens of the diet mindset, you've been seeing it. And let's pull that out to try and get a different look, because really what we're looking at is for a different relationship with food, uh, a relationship that you feel freedom and peace with food. So let's go in. Let's talk about myth number one. Intuitive eating is just another diet. And where intuitive eating does focus on eating and eating patterns and food, it really isn't, it's not a diet because um, when I looked up dieting in um, the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, it says it a diet is the kind and amount of food prescribed for a person for a special reason. And it's also a regimen of eating and drinking sparingly so as to reduce one's weight. So it's really you're eating in a certain way. You're eating less food to reduce weight. And that is 
completely opposite of what we're doing in intuitive eating. We're not telling you what to eat. We're not telling you when to eat. We're not telling you how much to eat. We're not telling you to lose weight. What we're doing is we're looking at through intuitive eating is to listening to the wise wisdom, the wisdom that is in your body. Your body has signals that tells you when you're hungry, when you're full, what you need to eat and what you don't need to eat. And when you trust those signals through intuitive eating, then you make choices with what food you eat, when you eat, how much you eat, where you eat from a place of self-love and compassion. And when we come from that place, we actually have then a different relationship with food and we choose different foods and we eat in a different way. So that is the value of intuitive eating, which is really the antithesis of dieting because we don't tell you anything. We don't have any prescriptions about what your food is supposed to look like. It's really... um more about you figuring out what works and what doesn't. Another myth, myth number two, is intuitive eating only works if you don't have a medical condition. And I thought that was an interesting thing to think about, like that if you have a medical condition, then you need to diet. So if you have things like diabetes, PCOS, hypothyroidism, or another health concern that makes you think you need to eat a certain way, I would say intuitive eating would continue to be something that is helpful for you. Obviously, you need to seek out a medical professional to give you guidance on what foods work for your body and what foods don't work for your body. I also think it's good to go to an intuitive eating nutritionist. And there are plenty of them. I know plenty of them. And if you ever need a recommendation, send me an email and I will give you um, some names of people where you live that are intuitive eating nutritionists because they can help you figure out what foods are going to work for your body. What we want to do with intuitive eating is find out what your right foods. That's really what I call it is what are your right foods? What Foods make your body sing. And if you have some medical conditions, celiac disease or um, diabetes, there are certain foods that don't fit well for you and you will not feel good. When I walk people through intuitive eating about how they figure out their foods, one of the things I talk with them is, is that it's really a check of what are your right foods. Because when we say in intuitive eating, eat what you want, eat when you're hungry, stop when you're full. And people go, yeah, that's great, Kim. But what if I want to eat all these sweet things? And and what I say to people repeatedly is when you're paying attention to your body signals, when you really love yourself, when you're eating mindfully, you won't want to eat things that make your stomach and body feel bad, right? If, if you get breakouts because you have dairy, well, dairy is not your right food. It doesn't, it does, your body doesn't um, respond well to it. So what I always ask the question, so what would lead you to eat something that makes you feel bad? Because that's often what will happen is we eat food that makes us feel bad if we have a, a medical condition. And then how's kind of the, how's that working for you? And then we have to pull apart 
the thoughts about what the food means to you. Pull apart the feelings. Pull apart the anger that you can't eat the foods that you'd like to eat. And then we we really sink into what are your right foods? What are the foods that make your body feel good? Because when you are in touch with your body and you're paying attention to hungry and full, you're paying attention to what foods work in your body and food satisfaction, then you have the tools to work on the medical condition because you're actually eating foods that make your body feel good. And that's what we're doing in intuitive eating. And I do recognize that there are some medical conditions that are, there are certain foods that don't work well in your body and they'll make you sick. And then the question is, is why would you eat foods that make you sick? Why would you eat foods that make you sick? So there's a different kind of question than you can't have it. It's becoming to know, how do I love myself? What do I do to take care of myself? What are my right foods that make my body feel good? And this is what I suggest when you have a medical condition and when you don't. But when you have a medical condition, of course you can do intuitive eating. I think it's the best thing to do because it's getting back to real eating, eating in a normal, quote unquote, normal way with the guidance of your medical people who tell you which foods are not going to work in your body and going to make you sick. And sometimes it's more the the medical people telling you that's not going to work good in your body. And also your body just saying, this isn't going to feel good because you you break out or you have elevated blood sugar or your tummy feels really upset or you have digestion problems. Those are signs that your body's saying something's off track. Something's off track. And getting back in touch with your body can then be one of the best things you can do for your medical condition. So that is the thing um, about the myth about intuitive eating only works if you don't have a medical condition. Yes, of course you can do intuitive eating with a medical condition. Just bring in your your health professionals to determine what are your right foods and and which are the foods that are really not uh, metabolized well in your body. And then you move out from there with intuitive eating. Myth number three, intuitive eating is all about moderation. And when I heard that, it's like, well, you're just supposed to eat moderately. It's like, well, um, I think when I hear that about moderation, that makes me think of the, but it's a buzzword for dieting. Just eat in moderation. Just eat in moderation. Well, I don't know what that is. And that to me sounds like restriction. And we don't do that in intuitive eating. We don't walk anywhere near any kind of restriction. We talk about what works well in your body. We just were talking about with myth number two about any kind of medical condition. And um, it's really what works best in your body, whether it is a reaction from a medical condition or from anything. So moderation is not a term that we use it's not really our focus. Our focus is really on an introspection, mindfulness, getting to understand your body. What are the food choices that work for you? What are the food choices that don't work for you? What are the 
Um, what are the emotions that lead you to eat? What are some of the old family patterns that lead you to eat? Those are what we talk about. So we don't tell you how much to eat. Cause I think also when we talk about eat in moderation, it's giving a quantity. It's giving a quantity without really giving a quantity, but we in intuitive eating do not get into quantities. We get into how do you measure your hunger? How do you measure your fullness? We go through a whole module in my Emotionally Need Solutions course. A whole module is on how do you get back in touch with your body? Because when we've been dieting for all of our lives, like I think many of you have, I definitely have, that when you've been dieting your whole life, you don't even know what hungry feels and what full feels like. So I don't even know what moderation means. Like I know now what hungry and full mean life like and where my body tends to rest the best in terms of my hunger and my fullness and the type of food that works well with me. So intuitive eating will help you determine the right food and the right quantity. So moderation is really not a component in what we talk about. So um, it means that you, what what people think that if I tell them we take the idea of moderation off the table, and then there becomes this feeling of fear that, well, then Kim, you're telling me I can eat whatever I want, whenever I want, and as much as I want. Uh, And their fear is that they're going to gain a lot of weight and that they're going to eat endless amounts of whatever the food is, whatever your food is, brownies or ice cream or whatever the thing is, pizza, whatever the thing is that you think is your, is your fearful food that, and, and your binge food, quote unquote, whatever it is you've binged on before that you'll eat endless amounts of it. That doesn't happen. It might happen in the beginning when we are trying to habituate into foods that are that we just know we can have those foods if we want. And that feels really scary to people that, yes, you can have ice cream. Yes, you can have pizza. Yes, you can have brownies. And yes, you can have salad. And yes, you can have soups. And yes, you can have whatever the thing is. It's just knowing what is your right food. And I would challenge you that if you're eating endless amounts of certain foods every day, all the time, it could be something's going on that there's something more emotional that's happening. It could also be that you've had the dieting mindset for so long and you've told yourself no for so long that you start binging on it because that's absolutely what happens when we restrict ourselves so much and say, no, 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 I can't have these foods. Then we tend to have that restriction leads to the opposite, which is a binge, right? That's that diet cycle. We have Um, we restrict, restrict, restrict. I can't have it. Then we binge and say, I'm just going to have it. And then you have a lot of it, a lot of it. And then we go around the circle and we come up to that feeling of shame that we ate too much. Our bodies doesn't feel good. We're afraid we're going to gain weight. And the only thing we know next to do is to restrict. And the restricting is what actually leads to that binge. So when we pull that restriction off the table, we then have to look with intuitive eating lens on how do I start getting back in touch with my body? So moderation is not what we look for in intuitive eating. We look for being centered in your body, being mindful, noticing what are your right foods, noticing when you're hungry, when you're full, what food satisfies you. 
and the emotions and the thoughts that get in the way of following through on actually doing those things, right? Because it's it's one of those things with intuitive eating. It's it's really easier said than done. Just eat what you want when you're hungry, stop when you're full. And what gets in the way, as I was just talking about, is dieting gets in the way of that. Our past with dieting and our um, only knowing how to diet has gotten in the way. So we want to pull that out and, and really lean into intuitive eating. So let's go into myth number four. You can't enjoy eating out if you follow intuitive eating. This is something I think also that is connected to the diet mindset that if you're intuitively eating, you can't go out. Um, because really what, what intuitive eating is, is a way of honoring your desire, what you want for food, what you want um, that gives you food satisfaction. And eating out is a great way to socialize, to be with other people, to relax, and to enjoy new foods that you might not have at home. And what we want to do is not follow rules and restrictions. So intuitive eating is very helpful to use that going out. And what I think of is that when you think about that you can't go out, you can't go out to eat when you're intuitively eating, it reminds me of dieting and that dieting mindset. I remember, you know, all the diets I've been on and that especially at the beginning of a diet, I wouldn't go out to certain places because I thought I would be triggered. I thought I would eat whatever the food was that I was restricting, I would eat it and I would binge on it. So I just wouldn't go out. That was one of the things I would do to manage food when I went out. Also, when I would go out, what would I do? I would eat before I, oh, this is the dieting thing. Eat before you go out so you're not going to be hungry. I don't understand that anymore. I used to think that was true before. I would eat before I went out. So, oh no, I'm not going to eat anything because I was on a diet and I couldn't allow myself to eat those foods. So that was part of what I would do as a diet is I wouldn't go out or if I did go out, I would eat before I went. I went. I think you can understand what I'm talking about. I'm, I don't think I'm the only one who does that. I know that through intuitive eating, I actually can enjoy eating out more because I'll go to restaurants that I really want to go to. This is the food I would, I check inside. What is the food I really want to have? And I have that. It makes it a lot easier because I can then check in and go, what is my right food that I'd like to have in this place? And often what I find is since I've been on intuitive eating plan for plan, the, the mindset of intuitive eating, see, I'm still, I have diet mindset, uh, thoughts in my head because intuitive eating is not a plan. It's just a way of eating, but I would, now I feel such freedom because I can just check in with myself and eat what food feels right for me. And I generally eat similar kinds of foods for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, even when I go out, because there are types of foods um, that feel really good in my body. And I like it. I just like the way it feels. There are certain foods that will tend to feel heavier in my body. And I really think about, okay, is this going to be my right food? How am I going to feel after I eat this? And that's what I think about. Because if I eat a heavy meal going out, a heavy meal at nighttime, 
later at evening. It's like, I'm not going to feel really good trying to go to bed, eating this really heavy food. I'm not sure this is my right food tonight. And it's easier for me to say no, because it's either my right food or it's not. Nobody's telling me, but I do this internal literal gut check that tells me what are my right foods and what are not my right foods. So this becomes a really good way for me to get back in touch with myself and enjoy going out and enjoy the people and not making it about, I can't have that, I can't have that, or if I'm going to have it, I'm going to binge on it. So these things are really so helpful for me. So helpful for me. So what do we talked about today? We talked about a lot about the four myths and we're going to talk about four more in our next Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. So we talked about intuitive eating is not just another diet. It's just not, it's not a diet. It's not a diet. And you can't intuitively eat if you have a medical condition. I think we debunked that and we talked about how Um, It actually works really well when you have a medical condition because it gives you a framework of how to check in with your body to know what are your right foods and what are not your right foods. The idea, another myth was uh, the idea that intuitive eating is all about moderation. Moderation is really a term that is connected to the diet mindset. And we go in the opposite direction of the diet mindset. We go into the idea that if we're fully in touch with our body, what we need, we're going to know what to eat. And there is no kind of protocol for what foods are your right foods and what foods are not your right foods. The last myth we talked about on this podcast was that you can't enjoy eating out if you follow intuitive eatings. I think we debunked that. I have lots of stories. You have lots of stories of eating out or not eating out when you're on a diet and that actually I find intuitive eating makes it easier for me to go out and eat when I'm going out because I know more of what I want. And if I don't want anything, I don't have it, but I don't not have the food because I ate to be full before we went. That diet mindset. I don't do that anymore. If I'm not hungry, I won't eat. And, and that's fine. I think these things are really good for you to start considering what have been your thoughts about intuitive eating? I think this is a good doable. What have been your thoughts about eating? What do you think about this idea of intuitive eating? And what comes on up for you that maybe scares you? What scares you about intuitive eating? Because that I think is also what's wrapped up in these myths is the, the fear of If I eat intuitively, I'm going to overeat and I'm going to be out of control. And there's such fear associated with that. So I want to honor that. If you want to check that out more, come join us in Emotional Eating Solutions. We talk about this all the time in our program, in our coaching program. And it is something that can be really valuable for you to look at food in a different way. So I'll have a link to Emotional Eating Solutions in the the show notes. Please join us because we'd love to have you. We'd love to help you out and help you learn more about intuitive eating. Thank you for joining us on the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. I look forward to talking with you next time on the next four myths about intuitive eating.
Bye, everyone. I am so excited. We are coming up on our 100th episode of the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. Oh my gosh, it has been so exciting getting up to 100 episodes. On our 100th episode, it is going to be a special one because I want to focus on what you all want to focus on. It is going to be an extra special Ask Kim Anything episode of the podcast. So what I need you to do is to send me your questions. I have a link in the show notes to a document you can fill out, or you can send me an email at info at feedyoursoulunlimited.com or an Apple iTunes. Give me a review and ask your question. I look forward to answering your questions in our upcoming 100th episode.